You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I guess I'm not understanding why you're saying that. Because it's totally true. I mean, I know it makes you uncomfortable. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily make me uncomfortable. I'm, I think it I'm does fine. because you have a hard time like grasping it, even though it's apparent to every single person around you. <laughs> but why is it apparent? That's what I want to know. Like, what are they saying something? I don't know. No, it's just like their body language. I think it's things that they're saying. It's just mostly the way that they look at you. Is it just because I win all the time? I don't. Do you, I, but you don't. That's the uh, thing. But I do a oh. lot, though. And that right there might be the reason. Oh, okay. Now I get it. No, not Hello, what everyone. you're saying, how you're saying. This <laughs> is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Hickstillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today. We will explain what we're talking about here at the beginning um, and many other things that so we will be discussing. Things. So many things to talk about on this show. Uh, thank you. Uh, really sincerely thank you for tuning into it. I do want to say this, though. I have a bit of a public service announcement to give here. Okay. And it's this, Sarah. Here's the thing. You know what people like to do? You know what I found over the years here that I've discovered? People like traveling. They like going places, oh. Sarah. They like to get out of the rut, you know, and maybe they're stuck in a rut and they like to go somewhere else. You know, they like to Where would be trip. your travel place? Is it still uh, Albuquerque? I do want to go to Albuquerque. Okay. I mean, it's not like the only place on my list, but yeah, I, I do want to go to Albuquerque. That is true. If we can find a reason to send the show down there, that would be awesome. But if we did go down there, here's the number one thing, though, that I would do and that I recommend other people do, and that's to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Expedia link. The Expedia link is the best way to go traveling, but the only way, the, the best way to do it, to get the full like enjoyment and experience of it is to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and then click on the Expedia link. That's the best way to do it. Oh, my gosh. Well, a lot of people have heeded your advice, and I have an oh, email from our friend Dennis, and he sent this to both of us, but I'm going to read it. So he was ta- okay. uh, he wrote, actually, talking to us about using the Expedia link. Well, wonderful, Dennis. All right, he wrote, uh, Dear Fun Employment Radio host, oh, I just read this specifically, Greg. Well, I guess it wasn't really for me. So it was for me. I guess so, but you're not reading it, I am. Uh, so it says, we recently <laughs> flew from Portland to Brussels and booked our flight using the Expedia link that can be found on FunEmploymentRadio.com. Brussels, that sounds fun. We were promised it was the best way to purchase travel-related tickets, hotels, and other items we would need. We, used, uh, we also used the link Amazon.com and have never been disappointed, of course, by always going to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. Well, he says, our trust has now been broken, Greg. The oh, first, no, wait a minute, the what? The first leg what of the of flight... Name? From PDX, the Dallas airport, um, it was a nearly full flight. He had an aisle seat, which he preferred to sit. Uh, Maria, his wife, was in an aisle a window. seat across from her, from him. We like these seats since we can talk to each other, but neither of us is stuck in the middle seat. So Maria oh, got... Oh, so they, so they sit uh, like across the aisle from each other? They sit across the aisle from each That's other. That's an interesting way to go about it. That's actually kind of sweet. That's probably better than they're not like... Like if they're... Mushed together? Mushed together, Yeah. That actually it makes a lot of sense. That's very sweet. I'm far too selfish for, for doing something like that, though, if I were traveling with a partner. Like, I want the window seat. That's that's what I want. Oh, I know. I've I would be too selfish you. to sit in the... Like, it's hard. You're like a yeah. little kid, like, giving up the window. It's so annoying. And then you just sleep the whole time. You never even deserve the window. I love the window seat because I can sleep on it, and I can lean right against it, and I can get as that's far away a, from the like other the passengers wall. as that I can. That doesn't mean you like the window seat. That means you just like the plastic wall of the plane. No, I like looking out the window, too. You do not look out the... You look out the window for two seconds and you're like, and then you're asleep. Well, I do fall asleep very quickly because yes. I love traveling. All right. Now, uh, so uh, Maria had plenty of room in her row because there were just two small children sitting next to her. So she had lots of room since children are very small. Okay. Uh, he said, I had even better luck. There was nobody in the middle seat in, of my row, just the two of us in this row, a woman sitting by the window and me in the aisle. We had that whole seat to store our stuff under the seat and the tray we could share so we didn't have to waste our precious space using the seat back trays. Wait, how have I failed him so far? It yet? was all ideal until... The woman in my row was a shoe remover. Uh Uh-oh. Now, that's all fine and good. Now, I agree with Greg's territory rules. Keep your feet in your area, and you can remove your shoes. That's now, right. I've talked was, about this traveling. You know, when you buy your seat, you're buying your own personal you know, airspace. No wonder Dennis wrote this to you. You guys are cut from the cl- same cloth. Yeah, it's your own personal bubble. Like, I've paid for that airspace and that 
personal bubble for that flight. If you invade my bubble, that's a problem, but I'm not going to invade your bubble either. You know, you stick stick in your bubble. That's what it is. All right. She said, no, that's all fine. Now I agree with Greg's territory rules. Keep uh, keep your feet in your area. You can remove your shoes. She was wearing socks, and they looked clean. Okay. So I had no issues at first. Dennis is a good man. I still don't see how I failed him so Then far. came the problem. Oh, boy. She put her feet up in the middle seat. Oh, that we were sharing. No, she that is... violated. That is a direct violation. She leaned her back against the bulkhead, and her feet were not even eight inches from my body. Oh. Her feet were nearly touching my arm as I rested it on the armrest. Mm-mm. That is not where feet go. Okay. I attempted to get a photo, but sadly she was awake the entire time and aware of the situation. Now, I could have said something, but I was on vacation, and the last thing I wanted to be was the one causing a problem being thrown off a plane. Okay. Now, her feet never touched me. I was hesitant, but I will harbor ill will toward her until the end of my day. Yes, as he should. That is that is a direct violation. Now, when you luck out and you've got a whole row and like both the window person and the aisle person just struck gold because they don't have to deal with the middle person. Being the middle person is the worst. That's the worst spot because you're bothering everybody around you. So they lucked out there. What you do is you have a joint a you have a really big like dmz zone where you just don't go into that area but you each get in the armrest you don't have to fight somebody for it like you've really you've really won out she pushed her luck she pushed past she pushed. the she personal bubble past. right up to the to the edge of that dmz zone and was basically now let me ask you this if she'd kept her shoes on would that be as much of a violation yes Yes, it's putting her feet up onto the seat. That was a neutral zone. That was a neutral zone. neutral zone. Yeah. You respect the neutral zone. You've both lucked out. Why push your luck? And why, like, start poking, you know, it's like she's lobbing stuff over at the at the country next door. Why are you doing that? You, you, have, a, you have a good situation going on. You don't, you don't press your luck. Okay. She already had her feet off and her personal bubble. Mr. No. Jenky says, uh-uh. uh, if you get Mm-mm. the window seat, you better be looking out of that thing. People who get window seats and then close the window are the worst. They are the worst. I get so pissed when I'm stuck, so pissed when I'm Boy. stuck in like a window seat or an aisle seat. And then the person who has the window seat, so ungrateful. And uh-huh. they just close it and nobody gets to look out the window. No. So that when you. <sighs> you don't deserve a window. Let me just explain a few things here because I am kind of a traveling expert when and it comes to this. And this is why you have a rules. punchy face, Greg. So when it comes to the window seat, you know, which I, as I said, I'm a window man. You know, I, I prefer to sit by the window. I book it that way. I always book it early and I try, I'll pick whatever. I don't even care what aisle it is. I will find the window one when you're picking your, your seat and I will make sure I get a window seat because that's, that's. I'm a window man. So as I'm sitting there, you know, you do have some responsibilities when it comes to the window. Now, I always you always leave it up for takeoff, you know, because you want to see you want to see, you you know, leaving the ground and like flying up there, going up into the clouds. And if there's if there's a, a good view, you want that window up. But here's the thing. Once you get up flying high enough, if it's if you're above the clouds and it's just bright sunlight blaring in the responsible thing to do is to close the window because there's nothing to look at other than the clouds and you're you're bothering everybody else that's how a responsible window seat person would uh, would handle that situation you are the worst like by the way greg is and then not I fun sleep to travel with and then plus also i don't know why if am i not fun to travel with i, also, I you're love the, traveling you're the weird person who doesn't want to go to the bathroom on the plane too and you like talk about it you're like I, I haven't gone to the bathroom yet and it's been three hours <laughs> Like I don't talk about to, it. I don't, yes, I'm not you do. yelling you brag this, about it. I'm not yelling that out to anybody. You're bragging about it. I'm well, a, I have to hear it. I'm a wonderful traveler, actually. I love traveling. I'm pretty I'm pretty calm in those situations. Like I do I do a pretty good job when it comes to traveling. Now I get maybe, you know, like anybody else at an airport, you know, sometimes you get a little nervous. I like to make sure that I'm there on time. But uh, otherwise, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty good traveler. Okay. Anyway, if you'd like to travel and don't do it with Greg, go to <laughs> funemploymentradio.com and click on the Expedia link. Come to Albuquerque with me. All right. Yes. Also, Dennis uh, ends this with like a really solid thought. I just want to like finish the email since I yes. said it. And a question about birthday rules. Why do we celebrate the person who was born? Why do we not celebrate the parents and the mother in particular? She was the one who shoved you out of her body. You didn't do anything except for cry, eat, and go to the bathroom. Thank you, Dennis. Okay. Well, good things to think Dennis about. Dennis is uh, he's batting. I like Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis I'm sorry. seems like your people. Dennis is my people. Dennis is your people. Yeah. I I get it. His he wife gets Maria is lovely. She's my she's my kind of people. Yeah. Maria's a knitter, mm-hmm. and they have adorable animals. <laughs> Mr. Janky is noting. Uh, Greg has his multitude of airplane issues, and Sarah is terrified and drunk. You're a traveling team. <laughs> 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 I'm sure everyone loves being near us when we travel. <laughs> 
<laughs> terrified Sarah's and drunk. Sarah's shoving down <laughs> vodka bottles left and uh, right. And then Greg's glaring at me because I'm like, he's like, you're not supposed to be drinking those. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. You're going to get in trouble one day for that. No, I'm not. I'm charming. <laughs> what, and they'll just be like, oh, don't worry about it, ma'am. Drink no, they don't. They, flight attendants have caught me before. They're like, do you want another one? They've off- I've been offered. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't happen to me. I know it doesn't happen to you. And this is getting back to the reason that we were talking about at the beginning of the show. All is right. that. Well, so here's the, this isn't normally a topic of the show, but since we won, we'll talk about it. Um, so for uh, uh, Sarah and I and uh, several of our friends are in a cornhole league. If you've never played cornhole, it's the beanbag game. It's pretty From popular now. From the East Coast, now. it's called Bags. Bags. Mm. Well, I don't know. Everybody's got different names for it. But cornhole is the, the official name. And uh, it's it's a beanbag game. You you toss... You toss corn, corn or bean hole bags at at a hole, and that's what at that's a board what with a hole. In at it. a board with a hole in it. And and that's how it works. It's a, it's a ton of fun. It is so much fun. It sounds silly, but very you play simple it once. to play. Yeah. And and uh, we actually play in a league down at Landmark Saloon, and we played in this league for several years. And so it's a lot of the same teams that have been playing in it, and everybody's kind of gotten better over the years. And it gets it gets kind of competitive. You know, we're all everybody's cordial. And uh, if not friends, but mm-hmm. when you're playing when cornhole, you're playing, you're not friends. when you're playing, you're not friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Afterward, fine. Uh, for the most part. Although, man, not always for me, apparently. Yeah. Greg so, is not winning any popularity contests so lately. I think this is what you're referencing. And I want to know a little bit more uh, details about this. So here's the thing. Last week, uh, or last night, excuse me, uh, at the league, Sarah, Tristan, and I are on a team. So you rotate out. There's two people that always play. And then you kind of rotate in and out. And uh, we won. We won the entire thing. Which we won it last night. We, we got number one. We haven't done it all this year. And so we it, almost did last week because yeah. T and I almost w- went to – we got number two last week. So we almost won the whole thing. But this week by like we one clawed bag. our way to the top. And this week we won. Yeah. We got number one. We beat everybody else. And it was – I mean, it's great. I'm not I will to say I got the, I got the winning cornhole. You did. You did. I did. You and did. that felt mm-hmm. – Awesome. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, because it it's great. been a long time since I actually played cornhole pretty well. And yesterday, for some reason, I was just throwing really well. You were well. doing great. All yeah, three and of us I think were that's doing what, great. All three of us were like on fire. Yeah. And I think it was throwing everybody else off. Yeah. Because I. Like, but remember, last week, T and I made it all the way. I mean, we were one bag away from winning it all last Greg, week. You're getting defensive. No, no. I'm just saying. We're we've getting been playing better. pretty good. We're getting better. Yeah. We're getting stronger. Yeah. I think it's all my bike riding. But anyway, what I'm also saying is that since we are getting better, I think we, and most notably Greg, is becoming more unlikable in the league, I think. So, like, what's go- so this is what I want to know, because you brought this up. I know. I've just been noticing so what is it that, that people you're just aren't necessarily, like, fans of yours. I just don't think... <laughs> like, I mean, I don't talk shit. That one guy in particular... The only, I, the only one I, I talk shit to is Keelan, because yeah. he... he Talks it all to me, and Keelan that's fine. Keelan is my favorite person to beat in the entire world. Uh, uh, well, Bozik might be mine. Oh, but, Bozik, um, Bozik's the best. Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so it's being asked here. I want to. I want to clarify some things. Courtney is asking: Is Greg a poor winner? I don't say no, anything. He's not, and this is the thing. It's just he's so. I don't talk shit. I don't say anything. I if shake hands afterward. If you play any game with Greg, for some reason, he is just the most unlikable person. And this is coming from someone who likes Greg. Like playing games with him. Is the worst, and he doesn't do anything. It's not like he's talking shit or rubbing it in your face. No, I, I don't. Just, I don't say anything. It's just his face. It's just like his presence. It's something about him just existing during like a game playing thing that Lisa's, I think it just frustrates people. Lisa's asking, "Do you flex after you win, Greg?" No, actually, generally speaking, when I when I score a bunch of points, I just look straight ahead. I don't say a word. I'm aware the other person's pissed off, but I no, just but look you straight do ahead. This, your weird little like squinchy like little. I might have a little smirk. A little. Th- there might be a and little. And your smirk. smirk is like someone just needs to slap the smirk off your face. Sometime. I guess I could see why people would be mad. Yeah, yeah. because you're quiet and you're small, and then you sit there. I'm with your nice. Smirk. I'm polite. That's but even I just, worse. I know. I think that's it. I think being nice actually is part of it. No, but it does because it doesn't seem like you're being nice. when you have that sour little smirk face. I on. don't rub it into. And then when you're trying to be nice, it doesn't seem like you're trying to be nice. It seems like you're a dick who's trying to pretend to be nice. <laughs> I think that's what people think, especially people who don't know you too well. Except for they just know you through like landmark or cornhole, particularly uh, one guy that there we is play, one guy that really hates me. Who just he this guy in particular well, like, likes everybody. I I that is one person not, I know does not like. He me. does not like Greg, and it's just so, and, he is like this quiet, like nice guy. I mean, he's kind of weird. Whatever he's he's a nice guy, but uh, 
He's well, not aggressive in any way, except he for what is I've to seen. me, though. Yeah, he is except to for me. what I've seen him react to Greg. Like, Greg can bring this out in, like, the strangest people. So, I mean, and, and this was last week. The way it works is you play all night and then you end up being seated based on your wins, like one, two, three, four, and then that's a playoff. So you get a certain amount of points for wins, certain amount for losses. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it ends up the you get the whole it's like you play a regular season each each time you play a regular season, then there's the playoffs with the number of points that you scored. And so the one number one seed plays the number four seed, two and three play each other, and then the winners of those two go on to the final. And uh last week, same as same as this week. Uh, Sarah wasn't really playing much last week. You were doing something else. And I, was, then, I was socializing. I was yeah. chatty Kathy. So uh, T and I were seated number four, and we were playing this number one team. And this number one team, what, can we give them names? I don't want to give the real names. Are you um, talking about? Yeah. Um, let's call them Kevin and David. Kevin and David. Okay, mm-hmm. Kevin and David. So Kevin and David are the number one team. They're really good. And they were playing T and I. They kind of just expected to fly right by us. And uh, and lo and behold, we win the first game. It's best two out of three. And so David, this was last week, starts getting a little chirpy. He's like, oh, well, yeah, okay. Well, you know, I guess if you keep throwing like that, you deserve to win. Like making a joke basically implying that I'm never going to be able to throw that well again. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Like right. basically like not being nice. Like, No, he's, he's implying that, he's I'm, that I suck. He's mean to you. Yeah. Like and no, but, but he's not mean to anybody else, and nobody else sees it. Greg's like Greg's like being like secretly abused, but like nobody bl- would believe him. Like it's like somebody who has like a secretly abusive partner, but I would believe him because they're like, oh, he just seems so nice. Yeah, like, no, nobody would believe that David's going to be a dick to me. No, so like he's last just, like, week, whispering these mean things. Yeah, to you. <laughs> no, he does. He does the whole time, and then the next game uh, they won, and then last last week we won the third game. T and I did, so we knocked out the number one seed, and they were pissed. Pissed about losing to us because to to him I am inferior competition, um, but I'm not because I won. So that happened last oh week, and I don't say anything. I do, I say nothing. I look straight ahead. I was like, good game, and then uh, this week that was the it was the same thing. It ended up being the same way. Number one versus number four, and uh, Tristan and I played. This one, because Sarah was like, I know you guys beat them last time, so you set out those two mm. two games. Yeah, because I know that he, and that's why I did it, because it, was a, it was, was a it was power move. Because yeah. I saw that David was on the same side as Greg, and, da- and Greg's like, do you want to play? And I'm like, no, 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 you get his goat. I'm like, you <laughs> you play with him. I'll play after, like, the next, I'll play the next round. So yeah. you can just tell, because this guy just... Like, even him standing there, he's just standing there with his arms crossed, and he's usually, like, pretty smiley, pretty, like, just chill. And he's really good at Cornell, but... And he's just so a, tense when Greg said... It's me. Like, he, I throw him off. Like, just my presence upsets him to where he starts making mistakes. And then all I have to do is get, like, one Cornhole in, and then um, it'll piss him off so much that I'm doing well because he he just assumes I'm going to do terribly. Okay, so get this. So, uh, our friend Keelan's in the chat. He <laughs> says, yes, David and Kevin are in my bowling league. We're always going at each other. David loves that he can beat me. I'm actually glad that Greg won this time. <laughs> he is, he's, got, he's glad that he, that he yeah. won. And David is a nice guy outside of Cornhole. It's, oh, it's fine. Is. Like I, I really like him. But man, he just does not like what me, and so much so, so. We were in the finals yesterday. So, so after we knocked him out, we won two games to zero. By the way, they beat everybody, but they can't beat us for whatever and reason. That just pissed them off. Yeah, it, it makes them mad. And I think everybody in life has that one person that, or at least one person, where they just don't like you, and you don't know exactly why. Yeah, I mean, they just don't like you. You know, it happens to everybody. No, and, I know. I've had people like that who just don't like me, no matter how hard I try. I'm like. There's no point. Like, sometimes you just can't. Like, that's just the way the cookie yeah. crumbles. Um, I'm just a, like a mini Buddha so, over here right now. I would not say that. Uh, you're just the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, my God. Uh, Courtney is saying uh, cornhole is probably the only thing he's good at. You're ruining his life. I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about his life outside of there. Um, but we. D- uh, but I beat him. Mm-hmm. I, I beat what did he him. say I, to I you? I beat him pretty much every time. Uh, so, <laughs> so after that, you know, we went on to the championship round and we're playing and they were knocked out. And he came over, and this was where it was like, okay, this is kind of weird now. It's one thing when you're playing against somebody, and when you're when you're oh, Keelan's saying he's he's good at everything, so he's he's good at sports. So that's oh, why so he doesn't like it. Why? So I'm inferior to him because I am not. I, in he his does mind, seem I'm not as jockey. good. He seems kind of jockey. So in his mind, I'm not as good, but I'm better. So that's why I just like playing. And you wonder why he doesn't like. Him. I don't say that though to him. Um, 
But he was so mad. And this was where it got kind of weird. We were playing in the championship match. You know, They're out of it. They're just watching. He came over and pulled up a seat directly behind me while I'm playing to talk shit. Are you serious? I mean, I don't see why else he was sitting directly behind me. He was talking sitting shit. behind you? Talking shit. <gasps> really? So oh, I much didn't so. see that. Yeah. Oh, so that's... I'm throwing, and uh, and it's weird because he's right behind me. And I'm like, dude, you're not even playing. But I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to ignore it. I know he's mad, so I'm just not even going to look at him. He's just trying to throw you off. He's just staring at me, staring at the back of my head. And uh, and I would throw, and I threw one, and I um, and, and I threw a bad bag. Like it went off the board or something. And right, right behind me, he's like, yeah, that's the Greg I know. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, what? <laughs> All right, dude. And so I just I just kind of ignored it and kept playing and and it was so much so that uh, uh Kevin, his his buddy, his partner, um Kevin was like, "Dude, leave him alone. He's playing a game right now." Oh my god. And Kevin is like to yeah. get him to say something like to that he had to tell him to leave me alone <laughs> because Leave the little guy alone. <laughs> it's like he's obsessed obsessed with it that I had beaten him. So it was he really talking to you a long time about your calves too? Oh yeah, yeah, but that was outside of okay. That was outside of that. Because um, I'm not going to say. I mean, he, again, he's a nice guy, but man, he does not like. I don't really think. I think just also since I like I'm on your team, I, I think he's starting to like me less too. Because afterward, after we um, you know won the thing and beat them, like he was just like, "Wow, you actually threw pretty good today." And I'm like. Okay. Oh, well, that's a good little dig. Uh-huh. That was smart. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, I remember when you used to be nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. sorry, we didn't want to make this entire show talking about Cornell. I just find it interesting when it's, when there there's situations like that where it's like, man, where you just know somebody doesn't like Greg, you. Greg, we've had entire shows about somebody parking in front of your house. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's uh, that's what happened. And the bottom line is I did win, so. That was really exciting. So if I have a yes. bunch of face Okay, well, you know what you okay, didn't anyway. win? You know what you did not win? Our bet. Do you remember uh, a few days ago, Greg, when we were talking about betting to see who could run out their uh, e-bike battery the first? Nope. Um, I do, and it turns out I've already run mine out twice because I've ridden like a... I know that, yes, you have a lot of work that you're doing. All right, we should explain what it is. Okay, so, of course, um, our wonderful sponsor this summer uh, is Bike Gallery. Of course, you can go visit one of their six locations here in Portland, Oregon, or their world location online at bikegallery.com. Be sure when you check out to type in the word fun employment for 10% off your purchase. You can also do that in-store by telling the clerk uh, when you're checking out. Please do. So, uh, since we are partnering with them this summer, we, both Greg and I, have the chance for... I don't know, for like a week or so to ride. Until he uh, asks for them back. Until yeah. he, I'm not offering them back. No <laughs> way. Until he asks for them. Brian, don't tell him. Yeah. No, no. no don't. <laughs> don't remind Brian, him. Brian, you should totally tell Kelly. Like, you should just give those kids those bikes. <laughs> <laughs> they enjoy it so much. <laughs> Have Christmas come early for them. Anyway, anyway so we're both riding electric bikes. Um which, Which are fantastic. They are. It is the coolest thing. I mean, it can be a regular bike or it can be an electric bike. Like it's not uh, doesn't have to be all. No, you or can nothing. choose what you want, and the electric side just gives you like it gives you a big boost depending on what level you put it on, to where you can just fly up hills. You can go twenty miles an hour easily, and it's like of no, you're you're hardly working to yeah. do it. I mean, you are working. You have to pedal to get something back but the more you pedal in the more power it gives back and so it's a, it's this really fun thing but you have this battery and it tells you how much percentage you have left how many miles you have left that you can utilize it depending on what level blah 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 and then you got to charge it so sarah and i i've never mind i forgot what her bed was yeah exactly so we were talking about <laughs> who could run it up first so i will say like I greg, forgot, and I, I forgot. greg and i do have um you know our side jobs but uh, our schedules are a lot different because i usually tend to work a lot like in the evenings, and Greg works during the day. So while during the day, while he's at work, I can be riding my bicycle everywhere. So yesterday, well, the day before yesterday, I ended up riding up Mount Tabor, not once, but twice, just because I could, just because it was like so easy, and, and I just got death looks from people. And then yesterday, I ended up riding like all the way to Selwood, and then all through like Milwaukee and everything, because it's so easy to travel. That. Anyway, I believe Greg and I, a couple days ago, were talking about uh, having a bet for, of course, our Fun Employment Radio live experience, which is happening this Sunday with free bingo to follow. So come hang out uh, for bingo afterwards. Come out for Fun Employment Radio bingo at Landmark Yes, Where I believe that Greg needs to pay up 
on a bet because I ran out my battery and that was what we were betting on. And I have lost like the past like 15 bets. Yeah, you've only paid up about half of them. Oh, too. that's some bullshit right there. I've been I am really good at paying up. I played You are I played the guitar in front of like a hundred people passionately for thirty seconds. Or for a minute, however long I had to do it. It was awful. It felt like forever. Uh, Vicky's asking what happens when the battery runs out. It's just a normal bike. You just don't have the boost if you want to turn it on. Yes, it's, actually, a nor- it's a regular bike. Which is awesome. But the battery is built in so you can turn it on and then you get a boost if you want it. Yes, yeah, so I'm just charging the battery in the other room uh, right now, actually, while we're doing the show so that I can pop it back on and go for another we, well, ride okay. today. If, if, and I'd have to check back through the archives. If we made this bet, I'm we still skeptical. We did make this bet. Do you rem- does uh, anyone who's listening live? Do you remember us making this bet? I'm oh, I sp- wore the shirt. Thank you, Courtney. I did wear that stupid shirt. Ma- I still have that stupid shirt. What? I'm going to put. Who farted this gal with the with the thumbs? I'm towards making you? you a shirt. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now here's the deal, and this no. is why. No, let me explain. This is why you're such a rookie at making bets. You are so terrible at it because you lose all of these ones. You also didn't set up what the payoff was going to be. And I'll I'll be honest with you. I knew you were going to be able to ride more. So if this imaginary bet did happen, we didn't set up a payoff. So that means we did, we I now no, which get to negotiate. Get, you do not get to negotiate. Uh, yes, huh? Yes. You do not. Yes. That is not the way that it works. No, this is why you're terrible at betting. Mm-mm. You're bad at it. I'm going to make you a shirt. I'm going to design Mm-mm. a shirt and make you a shirt that you have to wear. Who thinks that that's a fair? That's a fair. Thing. No. I have done so much. I wore the who farted shirt. <laughs> I played the guitar. I've done everything. I get to pick something. Don't make me sound whiny because I'm sounding really fucking whiny and my voice is annoying me right now. Just do you it. You are kind of sounding whiny. Oh my and god. And here's I'm the thing. Throw things at you. you didn't. We didn't decide what the payoff was going to be. So I guess there's just nothing to pay off. I mean, congratulations. I did stand up. Yeah, fuck you, Greg. I'm making you a shirt. Who thinks that Greg should have to wear a shirt that I make this Sunday? I think that you should. You know what? It's your turn. It's your turn. It's being noted in the live chat. Let's take a look at the live chat here. Let's consult the listeners yeah, who are subscribing Sarah's and listening. Not in. good at betting. Greg FunEmploymentRadio slash live. We'll go right here and we'll uh, we'll take a look at uh, at what uh, the people are saying, Sarah. So if you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. First week is free. Mister Janky says there was definitely a bet, but I'm afraid Greg is right. He that did there not were no say terms. that. I am correct. There were no terms. Well, the winner gets to set the terms. In what world does the loser get to set the terms? You do, you still have a lack of a, a fundamental lack of understanding about how betting works. Like it's not like you go to Vegas and say, "Hey, I bet uh, Golden State's going to win," and then they win. Okay, pay me now. I want this much money. Like it's not that's not All how right, it works. You don't need to be a jerk about it. I, I'm not being a jerk yes, about it. Yes, you you're being the definition of a jerk about it. Well, if I have a punchy face, I'm just going to roll with it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's, it's – I mean, you didn't you didn't kind of set it. Okay. Keelan is saying if you fail to set parameters, you are at the whim of the winner. I don't know about that. I don't know if that – that's uh, – Ed says I think the chat should be deciding the should, – should be the deciding vote. For the shirt. All right. Yeah. So who thinks – so who thinks that – all right. How about this? Since we didn't set the parameters for the bet, but I won the bet handily – Handily, who thinks that I should be able to pick the bet, or who thinks that Greg should? So, if you can in the chat, please live chat funemploymentradio dot com slash live. Write no. the name either Sarah or Greg, <laughs> no. and I'm going to tally them up. And then once we tally them up and we figure out that I won, why don't you go ahead and put your shirt ideas in the chat, or please email me. I have all day <laughs> That's today not, and that tomorrow. That is not a fair way. To handle this. No, it should be I appreciate Lisa's objective objective. Right, Sarah, third Sarah, party. oh definitely Sarah. Winner gets to pick Team Sarah. Sarah. All right, so there we go. I don't see a single Greg. So that being said, what should Greg Nibbler's shirt say for Why our fun employment rating? Because it's the worst thing. Because I had to walk around wearing a who farted this gal shirt on. <laughs> That's still one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> So I'm going to make you something oh my along God. those lines. I still love that shirt so much. You had to wear that for a full day. Yeah. Oh Guess what God, you're going to have to wear for a full day? A shirt that I make. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know about this. I'd, I'd have to approve whatever. I, either way, I'm not helping you out on this at all. 
All right. So Eddie says, you can have a shirt. says, sometimes I shit when I laugh. <laughs> Something else says, I have oh. diarrhea. Tiny tots for Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to need to find something good. I'm not going to help you in any way, shape, or form. No, that's fine. And I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to wear it. I didn't. You did, you're terrible at betting. It's not my fault. No, you're not going to not guarantee that you're not going to wear it. No, that's some bullshit right there. Uh-uh. You're wearing it, Greg. Well, we'll that is see. not. You don't let me wiggle out of them, out of the bets. And you know what? People are coming to support us. By going to Landmark Saloon on Sunday for the Fun Employment Radio Live Experience. And then afterwards, staying for bingo. Because the more people that are there, the greater the event is going to go. And we just appreciate all of you. And people need to see the shirt, Greg. It's a thing, Greg. We'll debate it. We will not debate it. So anyway, uh, please send me your um, your ideas. Send me your emails, uh, Sarah at FunEmploymentRadio.com or send them to me on Facebook. I would love to hear your thoughts before I go ahead and make the shirt today because it's getting made today, just so you know. All right, but what we do want, we'll, we'll decide that. We'll figure that out. Maybe I'll wear that. Um, but I do want to say definitely come on down on Sunday to the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, and... Uh, we would love to see everybody out there. We've got the Fun Employment Radio Experience. If you already have tickets for that for the live show, um, you're on the list. So just show up uh, between new, about noon, and I'll send everybody an email too, but mm. noon. Um, show will start at 1, and then that gets done at 2, and then we're open to the public, and then Fun Employment Radio Bingo is going to be happening after that. And we've got our two fine sponsors for the full day. One is Elysian Brewing with Super Fuzz. Super Fuzz, Fuzz beer. You, it is so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And I love their logos. Like Super Fuzz, that's the one with the big um, like afro and like sunglasses, right? Yeah. 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 That, so that's a cool logo. And Elysian Brewing is just fantastic. And they've brought a whole bunch of prizes. And I'll tell you this, I looked at the prizes yesterday. There's some awesome stuff. Did your sticky fingers take anything home? It didn't. Okay, good. Not yet. Um, I know because I, I nothing need to look fell at off it. of the I mean, Fell like, out of the bag yet. Might have fallen off of the turnip truck. Yeah. But no, Elysian Brewing has brought a ton of really amazing prizes. So that's going to be um, th- that's gonna be free to play. Free to play bingo. So come on down. Bingo will start about 2.30 or 3. So just get there before then and join in. Play some free bingo. Hang out with us. Get some free prizes. So some we have Elysian bingo. Brewing. And also we've got Monkey Shoulder Scotch. Yeah. Which who doesn't like a delicious scotch in the afternoon? It's I perfect like- for it. You said it, you had like a drawl to that. A delicious monkish shoulder scotch. Deli- would you like to have a delicious monkish shoulder scotch? It is, it is really good. It is really good. So monkey shoulder scotch and Elysian Brewing, the fine sponsors of the Fun Employment Radio Experience and Afternoon Bingo this Sunday at the Landmark Saloon. Awesome. I will not wear a cutoff shirt. No. I won't do it. Oh, Greg's serious. Oh, he's throwing, he's doing his little kid, like, planting his feet down. No. No. I'm not going to do it. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stellan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I was going to start with that story that we were talking about, but I think I'm going to end with it. Oh, we can chat about it a little, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, first up, Cards Against Humanity. Of course, a wonderful game. I haven't played that in a while. I want to. Me neither. That is such a fun game. Um, so the card-based party game, which if you've never played Cards Against Humanity, it's. I don't even want to describe how you play it. It's just just play it. Yeah. If you see it, just play it. Um, so they've released a limited edition because they're always doing like these weird gimmicks that they all. They always end up like making a lot of money from. Remember when they dug a hole? Yeah, I mean that was part of the April Fool's thing where yeah. you paid money and they had a big backhoe and they would just dig a hole until you stopped paying money. <laughs> yes, which they actually did, which was hilarious. They've had past gimmicks where like they uh, say like you know give us five dollars and we'll mail you a box with nothing in it or mm-hmm. a box with like I think like horse poop in it. Yeah, one time. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so they've released a new version. Uh, of Cards Against Humanity that's a more expensive version that's just called Cards Against Humanity for her. (laughs) Okay. So this is a for her version of the original card game. So Cards Against Humanity for her is a $30 version of the game featuring exactly the same cards that are included in the base set but instead of in a black box it's in a pink box. (laughs) (laughs) 
The game's website says everyone hates it when men retire to the parlor to discuss economy and the various issues of the day. What are us ladies supposed to do? <laughs> now there's an answer. Cards Against Humanity for her. It's exactly the same as the original Cards Against Humanity, but the box is pink and it costs $5 more. See, I love this because Cards Against Humanity knows exactly what they're doing. They're doing it to be funny. Yeah. And so that's... They're uh, they're, they're really awesome. funny. They yeah. are super funny people. Yeah. So if you go to the FAQ, the Frequently Asked Questions section of the site, um, it uh, deflects questions about the more expensive female-branded version of the game by offering compliments to any question that's asked. Oh, my God. It's like, why is it pink? They'll just say, that color looks great on you. <laughs> the special edition of the game is meant as a lamp. just smart asses. Of the and practice that's... of products aimed at women, such as pink disposable razors, being sold for a higher price. Uh, so profits from the sale of Cards Against Humanity for her will be donated to Emily's List, a group that works to elect pro-choice Democratic women to office. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, all around. That's just super awesome. And now I kind of want to pink Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> all right. A Florida woman. Now we're just getting right into it. A Florida woman has been arrested after setting her home on fire after she was asked to turn the TV volume down. Cops have said she set her house on fire because she didn't want to turn down the volume on her TV. Well, that's one way to combat it, I suppose. Judith Justy. Judith Justy. Good old Judy Justy. 29. Was watching TV early Monday in her Palm Beach Gardens home when a man, identified as her ex-husband, came in and asked her to turn the TV volume down. Now, Judy Justy, who was intoxicated... During the 3 a.m. request from her ex-husband, she was Judy just who was intoxicated. Uh, she refused and quickly turned violent. Judy Justy allegedly began punching the man with a closed fist, leaving him with a bump on the back of his head. She then threatened to set the home ablaze, prompting the man to leave the house. Uh, and that she did. Judy Justy then proceeded to pour lighter fluid all over the house. And his clothing, which he wears in the bedroom closet. So, just to clarify, this was her house, or whose whose house exactly was this? It's her house. Okay, that's really getting the point across by you know burning down your own house. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so she poured lighter fluid all over her house, but most notably on uh, his clothing in the bedroom closet, and then lit it ablaze with a barbecue lighter. Well, nobody was injured in the fire, not even good old Judy Justy. But uh, the home did suffer $60,000 in damage. Uh, Justy was booked at the Palm Beach Sheriff's County office and faces arson and battery charges. What are you thinking about? Just over there thinking? All right, I had a story like this uh, probably a few months ago. Do you remember when... There was a report of somebody saying that they saw something, like, trickling down their walls only to find out that their house was full of, like, a hundred bees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, now, up the ante a little, a woman who saw honey dripping down her bedroom walls this past weekend was stunned to discover 35,000 bees were living in her ceiling. Thirty five thousand bees. This is making I don't itchy. understand though how you don't know it because just the buzzing alone of thirty five thousand bees. There's no way you wouldn't hear that. All right. Well, this woman's name is Sharice. I wouldn't think unless I have a house full of bees and I don't know it. Uh, oh God, no! I'm worried about that. Yeah. What if you do have a house? Full well, of I had bees? a house full of bumblebees that one time because they got in on the dirt side of my basement and they had a nest down there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, uh, so this is a woman by the name of Sharice Molzak. I like that last name, Molzak. Kind of Molzak. Molzak. It's a Molzak. Z. Sharice Molzak first noticed bees in I her apartment. I had a nice Molzak with dinner. Yeah, sh- okay, so... <coughs> Stop, oh, boy. Let's go. Yeah, you need some water? Yeah, I need some water. Take some water. You're going to have to go to the doctor at some point, just so you know that. No, I'm not. No, it's fine. That's I've just been talking nonstop for 40 minutes. That's You've been coughing happening. for eight weeks. Mm-mm. I have not been. It's not been that long. Don't be dramatic. Stop saying that on the show. Knock it off. Stop trying to make me. Yeah, I'm trying to shame you. You're trying to I hold me to accountable. Get... I yes. know. Stop. <laughs> All right. So Cherie Smolzak first noticed bees in her apartment last year, but thought little of it. Who thinks little of seeing bees in there? If I had a bee in my apartment, I a wouldn't bees think enough to worry about it. Yeah, I wouldn't think a little about it. No. Ever since I got stung on my head, I uh, I am very cognizant of any bees in the house. Wait, when did you get stung on the head? I remember. Uh, it was about two years ago during the summertime when I was dog sitting Walter the dog, and I let Walter out to use the bathroom, and then he came back inside. And when he was, or no, it was uh, 
Yeah, it was Walter. Yeah, and uh, and he came back inside, and I saw kind of a bee flying around. Didn't think anything of it. I'm getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden I feel something walking around on my hair. I'm getting ready to go to work. And my hair's like, oh, that's weird. Why is my hair moving? And I put my hand up on my head, and then I feel a lump in the, underneath the hair, like close to the scalp, <laughs> and then the slow burning sting pain starts rushing down my head and then I reach in there and I'm grabbing I'm ripping out my hair and I rip it out and it's half of a bee because I ripped the bee in half and it had been stinging the top of my head I have nightmares of it nightmares of that feeling of the not even the pain of just feeling the bee moving under my hair it was burrowed way down under there and that let alone the the pain I could handle the squirming is what gives me the nightmares Sorry, that just brought up a lot right yeah, there. You, I really, really brought that up. Something. And I apologize for giving anybody else nightmares, but that was that was a pretty traumatic experience. Well, Sharice <sighs> Molzak in anyway. her apartment saw a strange sticky substance dripping down her walls and realized that it was beads of honey. It was then uh, then that she called the beekeeper, but uh, astonishing footage. Oh, she had honeybees. So she had honeybees, yeah. No, this so this was a hornet that got me. Footage shows a pest controller named uh, Mickey Hedgedus cutting a four-foot hole in uh, Charisse's ceiling to find approximately 35,000 honeybees. So he also estimates that inside of her ceiling were 60 to 70 pounds of honey. Well, that's worth that a lot of money. delicious, yeah. Uh, most of which Charisse uh, scooped up in jars to keep. Oh, so this is in New York that it happened. Uh, so Mickey sucked the bees, which he believes had been around there for two years, into a box using a special low-pressure vacuum. So Mickey, who's the beekeeper, is a third-generation beekeeper. I didn't know that thing that beekeepers went in generations. I mean, I guess it's kind of a familial thing. I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be. My daddy was a beekeeper. My daddy's daddy was a beekeeper. My daddy's daddy's daddy was a beekeeper. Mm-hmm. All right, so third-generation beekeeper. Mickey, known as, what do you know, Mickey the beekeeper, said it was a big shock. I think the bees have been there for two years without her realizing it. By the time I was there last week, there must have been at least 35,000 there. I haven't seen anything this big in a long time, and I've never pulled them out with that much honey. I had to be very careful that it didn't, they all didn't just come crashing out. It's a slow process. It took about six hours to get the 35,000 bees out of the ceiling. Uh, Cherise said the bees started coming. I came home from work and there were like six or seven bees on the floor. I can hear them buzzing. And then I saw the honey dripping down the wall. Yeah, how could you not notice 35? That Like, I can hear one bee buzzing. I don't know. I, I would th- I would certainly think you would notice it. but And they're obviously coming in and out of the house somewhere. Mm. Well, Mickey has now adopted the bees and he transported them back to his home in Brooklyn where he keeps them in hives in his back garden. I wouldn't want to be his neighbor. You probably have a hippie neighbor that has bees in their yard. People mm-hmm. keep bees. I mean, bees are good. I have no no problem with bees. Unless they're underneath my hair and then they're squirming around and then they give me nightmares because they stick the top of my head. Oh my God, it's still... Still. Oh. Oh, it's so traumatic. If you think you have bad friends... At least you're not this dude. A man was arrested after he walked around a Walmart store in Tempe. That's in Arizona, right? Yes. Okay. In Tempe, Arizona, naked and carrying methamphetamine late last Tuesday evening. And the reason why he was there is because his friends dropped him off thinking that it would be funny. They just dropped him off naked and high on methamphetamines. Yes. Officers received a call about 10 p.m. to the Walmart uh, that this man named Robert Knopf was naked and walking around a Walmart store when I mean, officers kind of arrived. Funny. He was across the street wearing only a pair of shoes. Kanoff later said that he had been on drugs. And two people dropped him off thinking that it would be funny to see him naked walking around a Walmart. <laughs> I mean, in a very cruel way, it is kind of funny. There's tr- This is why people have trust issues. <laughs> like, seriously. If I would never do that to a friend of mine. But, I mean, if they're, you know, a bunch of meth heads and they decide to drop one meth off naked to go shopping at Walmart, like, how do you convince them, like, hey, Tim. Hey, does this seem like a good idea? Yeah. No, don't worry about your clothes, dude. Just come on. Robert Knopf. I bet bet he's Bobby. Good old Bobby Knopf. And in all fairness, if they just dropped him off so he would go shopping there, they're not really doing anything. He's doing it to himself. Yeah. Knopf said later he had been on drugs and two of his friends dropped him off thinking it would be funny to see him naked in Walmart. 
Well, he also admitted to walking into the Walmart carrying methamphetamine. He was arrested on charges of indecent. Wait, 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 wait. He was wait. carrying meth. Where, how? Oh. In his hand? Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, because he was only wearing a pair of shoes. <laughs> was it in nature's pocket? That's really gross. Uh, all right, so he was arrested and, and charged with indecent exposure, public sexual indecency, disorderly conduct, blah, 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 and possession of dangerous drugs. All right, finally, Oregon is making national news because of something disgusting that happened, which I, I could do without seeing pictures of this ever again. So the Oregon Department of uh, Transportation called in a bulldozer when yesterday a truck carrying a giant load of slime eels overturned on a highway and lost its load. Of slime eels. I have. I am unfortunately very aware of this because it's being shared everywhere. It's international news it's now. It's international news because Oregon, we have to just be the butt of every joke. Of course, slime eels. So let's talk a little bit about these. So the Oregon State Police said that a truck hauling 7,500 pounds of slime eels, which I didn't even know were a thing, which I guess they're um, slime eels are hagfish. Which all I remember uh, know from Hagfish is the awesome 90s band that I was a fan of. Um, Failed to stop yesterday northbound on Highway 101 near Depot Bay. Investigators say the transfer of weight caused the truck to overturn, sending a full container of slime eels flying across the highway into the southbound lanes and the rest spilling into the northbound lanes. I would say if you haven't seen the image and you want to see it, I mean, it's it's horrifying. Um, This poor person's car... That had the slime oh meals dumped on them. I'll it look is, it up. Just, just look it that up. Part, you just have to burn the car. You have to burn the car. Oh yeah, no, you, sh- you, you get there's no. You blow it up and you put the remains no, in the ocean. Yeah, that's back all you where do. It came from. Yeah, so, um, so the transfer of weight caused the slime eels everywhere. The container of eels ended up in the southbound lanes and caused a chain reaction crash that caused some minor injuries, no major injuries, uh, in the occupants of a single car. Uh, of course, it is getting warmer, so now people are speculating what that's going to smell. As slime eel carcasses are covering a main highway on the coast. So a bulldozer was summoned to help clean up the mess uh, as slime and slithering eels, which had been intended for shipment to South Korea as a delicacy, which I didn't know. Yeah, I looked up uh, some of it. So Korea is about the only place where people eat them. And they they use the slime. So what it is, they get a whole big batch of these things. They keep them alive. And they stir it with a stick to agitate the... the uh, they're not actually eels, they're a fish. And they agitate them, so they create more slime when they're agitated. And then they use that slime for cooking. That's so gross. That's Korea. Why are you looking that up? I was curious. All right, so the slime eels were a shipment to South Korea as a delicacy. Of course, they were uh, alive and slimy and covering the highway. Um, so it says the slime... Okay, so the slime is a protein-based mucus, a mucus product by glands along each side of the eel's body that forms a slime when mixed with water. Cleanup was completed, and the highway was reopened about six hours later. No word on what the fuck that smells like, because I never want to know. And I also didn't ever need to know that slime eels existed, but now everybody does. Yep. So there you have it. There's your world of crazy. Crazy. <sighs> yeah, it's... I didn't think the pictures about. I'm like, oh, eels. It's disgusting. Yeah, it really is. All right, uh, let's do a, a little bit of ball talk really quick. A little bit of ball talk? A little bit of ball talk. Just a little bit of ball talk. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Like I said, just a short balls today. Small ball talk. We have this. Just uh, I'll, I'll do a brief NBA update uh, for the National Basketball Association. The trade season is in full swing, although a lot of trades have already happened. Now, the one that's the the biggest one that's still on the blocks is Carmelo Anthony of the New York Knicks. Carmelo. Now, Carmelo Anthony has a no trade clause in his contract. There are very few of those, but he's one of the few players that has that where he can veto any trade the team. Wants to wants to do he has hmm. to approve it. Oh, okay. So they are they cannot trade him without his approval, um, and that's really rare. You have to be a, a big time superstar to get that. So, right now the Knicks are working to 
try to figure out somebody he would want to go to, and it sounds like he will either go to he either wants to go to Cleveland or Houston. Those are the only two teams he'll approve. Okay. To make that work, though, they have to bring in outside teams to make all the contracts work, to move pieces around, to make it all work. The Blazers are one of the main teams rumored to be part of that. In that this, they are trying to... The Blazers are offering up Myers Leonard and Mo Harkless. Two very large contracts for players who... Especially Myers Leonard, who really doesn't produce for his... For the amount of money that he's making, mm-hmm. so oh, you he want to get that off the book. He? He's on a forty million dollar contract, Damn. maybe maybe more than that. Maybe it's like forty eight million. It's a lot of money, and he's just not good. Mm. And uh, the thing is, now though, the so they were offering the Knicks that in exchange for helping you know make this Carmelo trade work, and the Knicks actually have broken off talks because they don't want to deal with Myers Leonard's contract. Oh wow! So I think it sounds like they're looking for another team. Even the New New York Knicks were like, nah. Not going to touch that. Nah. All right, uh, moving on to ball talk. Just a couple of other things. Scandals are brewing. Scandal. Scandal. At Wimbledon, where a very, very serious dress code has been enforced. So I didn't realize this. At, At Wimbledon, the tennis tournament, it is required... That the outfits that all competitors wear must be almost entirely white. And that's everything. Including underwear. Because... Including your chonies. Oh, don't say chonies. That was really weird. Why? I don't know. That was a strange way to say it. I feel uncomfortable now. Why are you talking chonies? like... I feel uncomfortable now. Feel Why uncomfortable are you talking now? like that? I don't know. Uh, anyway, here's what happened. A male competitor was asked to go in and change his underwear when it was clear that he was wearing dark underwear underneath his white shorts because you could see through it. And he was told to they stopped the match and he had to go back into the locker room to change into white underwear. No, oh, but it's like, it's did so he have to upset. go buy some underwear? Did he bring white underwear? I don't know whether they provided it or how that works. But just imagine being like the underwear enforcer at Wimbledon. No, all that boy's got got dark underwear on. It's like, well, you're staring at you're staring at their underwear. Don't stare at their underwear. Yeah. Anyway, that's what happens. And finally, in ball talk. And like I said, it's a small ball talk today. But I will say this because it's just going to get more and more unavoidable as we get closer to the actual match. Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather Jr. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Here's the thing about this. Now, Floyd Mayweather, undefeated. I'm not even going to get into their personal stuff yet. Uh, undefeated, one of the greatest boxers in, in history. That's that's just undeniable. Is taking on Conor McGregor, who's a UFC champion, who is, I believe, 15 years younger. How old's Conor McGregor? Um, much younger. Mm-hmm. But has never boxed in his life. He's 11 years younger. He's uh, Conor McGregor's 29. Floyd Mayweather Jr. is 40. So, but Conor McGregor has never boxed in his life. He's a UFC champion. Most likely what's going to happen with this match is Floyd Mayweather Jr. is going to handily win. Handily. I don't really see, unless there's just a surprise, he gets a surprise punch in and is able to knock him out. I don't really see how Conor McGregor will win. You never know, but I kind of doubt it. But they're doing this media tour right now, and it's just getting ridiculous. How so? So they're they're doing four dates. I think they're in London today. They did L.A., Chicago, Toronto, where they're selling tickets to these giant stadiums, and then they just put the two of them on stage and then just have them bark at each other for a half hour, almost like like a wrestling match. That's awkward. It's awkward because they're not – I mean, they're entertaining. They're both fairly entertaining. But you run out of stuff at some point, and now Conor McGregor's saying stuff that's racist, making racist comments. Conor McGregor is. Floyd Mayweather Jr., of course, you know, uh, beats women, so he's not a good guy. So they're both pieces they're of both shit. Kinda, yeah, they're <laughs> both kind of just a couple of assholes. They both, they're both they very talented well, athletes. Don't, don't say that at Kelsey's wedding next week, because there's going to be a lot of Conor McGregor fans. I don't care. What he said was racist. What did I he mean, say? He's talking about how uh, he kept saying, dance for me, boy. To Ooh. Floyd Mayweather, 
Um, I can play the audio. No, that's okay. And then also said, uh, I'm not racist because I'm half black from the waist down. That's what Conor McGregor said. Oh. That's no. what he said. I'm not saying Floyd Mayweather's a terrible person too. I'm just saying they're both. It's shithead. Deadspin actually. Shithead. Deadspin. Jesus. Yeah, Deadspin actually put out an article like, uh, "What? I'm sorry, I can't remember the exact title, but it was essentially, essentially that. Oh yeah, there it is. You don't have to pick a side between Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. So that's what it is. All right. Well, good to know. Yeah. I like to be educated on these things because fuck that guy. So there you go. And yes, we will be involved or going to a wedding next week with Irish people. And I'm sure they're very, very pro Conor So many Irish people. I'm so excited. (laughs) But there we go. That's what's happening. You'll we will not hear the end of this until that fight happens. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I'm just trying to inform the people. No, I'm I'm glad to know. Yep. I am glad to know. All right. Well, Sarah, now that we're past this, mm. we do have uh, a couple of things that we need to get to sure here do. on the show, including some birthdays. Oh. Some birthdays some special that need to people be were born this dispensed. Weekend. And uh, one of these birthdays actually comes from Sean. Sean? Sean wrote in talking about how uh, he wanted us to wish a happy birthday to somebody very special in his life. And that is his wife, Doreen. Doreen! So, Doreen... Um, Doreen. Do- Doreen. How are you saying it? You're saying Doreen. Is it Doreen? Oh, am I saying it wrong? Doreen. Doreen. That's a pretty name. Did I say Doreen? You said Doreen. I, that's probably wrong. Yeah. Doreen. Doreen. I need to, I need to enunciate that's better. That's a pretty name. I'm always jealous it of is. people with like prettier names. Like, I'm like, Sarah. Yeah, I know. That's really boring. Well, I mean, your, yours is just a blop. We've talked about that. It's Greg. not a blop. <laughs> it is. You have a Greg. blop name. <laughs> it's it a little bit of a blop name. <laughs> it's yeah. a blop name. It's not you know, Doreen, it's, that's for sure. It's not Doreen. Well, Doreen, we think that you are lovely. You are as lovely as your name, if not lovelier. Absolutely. And we hope that you have a wonderful birthday. Doreen, happy, happy birthday, birthday from Sean. To you. And us. Happy birthday to you. Well, yeah. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Hot damn right. I'm going to guess Sean's happy birthday is a little more important than our happy birthday, but, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. I could sing our Butterman song. Don't. My God. They Let's call for- me the Butterman. I think everyone's, like, tried to yeah, forget that you did that. Yeah, that's what I am. You are my strawberry jam. And, baby, I'm your Butterman. Like, seriously? So just imagine Sean was singing that no, to you, uh, Oh, my gosh. So... Like people even like people like come up to me like <laughs> privately like not around Greg and they're just like you know I th- I love your show I think you guys are really funny but that Butterman thing is the stupidest fucking thing I think I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Who said this? Give me names. I will not give you names, but more than one person. It was the uh, at our last live show at our last Fun Employment Radio. Who series. said it? Oh my god, he's actually being serious. By the way, all right, let's. Uh, I want a name. That I, just I used, want a name. That I just okay. used profanity. I'm very sorry about that, <laughs> Julie. Uh, we also have an email from Julie, who wants us to wish her daughter a very happy birthday, and this is for Madeline. 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 You're, she's getting so grown up, so she's turning six. We have a six-year-old that listens, Greg. Oh, boy. Yeah. So really sorry about the profanity before that. But, uh, hey, Madeline, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful birthday. Uh, So Julie wrote in and said, like, my five-year-old daughter is turning six, and she would just die, her words, if you guys wish her a happy birthday. Her birthday is this Sunday. She loves Sarah the most. Sorry, Greg. Boys still have gross germs. and pretends She's not wrong. And pretends to have her own world of crazy stories. (laughs) That is the best thing I've ever heard. I want to hear what a Madeline's world of crazy stories. Yes. You keep doing you. You, you are awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm I'm flummoxed. I'm so excited. Well, hey, you should wish wish, uh, Madeline a happy birthday. Madeline, happy, happy birthday. Not from Greg, though, because he's gross and has germs. No, I still wish happy birthday. I may be gross. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Now I feel like I let Julie down because I totally swore before I wished her adorable daughter. I think she knows what the show is about. You think so? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So she's like, you know what? I don't I think this really is Julie's first time listening to the show. What if she's like, you know, I really would have appreciated if you could have just cleaned it up a little bit when you're wishing my daughter a happy birthday. Well, I let live Julie with that down. shame. I let Julie down. Now, Madeline. Uh, now oh, no, I'm going to be Madeline's again. favorite. No. Ah. 
All right. Anyway, we are super excited for this Sunday, and yes. we hope to see uh, you all there. Come hang out for bingo. We're going to have our live show, the Fun and Point Radio Experience. The show's going to be at 1. Our special guest is going to be Aaron Duran. Yes. So if you have tickets, so fun. yeah, I don't think we've really hyped that. Aaron Duran is going to be the special guest. We've got some awesome things we're going to be talking about with him. And uh, yeah, thanks some for scotch. picking up those tickets. You know, it's, a, it's an Aaron show, so we're going to have to drink some. We're going to drink some Elysian Superfuzz and some Monkey Shoulder Scotch. Absolutely. A little bit earlier than usual because it's Aaron. Yeah, we have to. And we're going to talk to him about uh, Greg's special um, shadow person no, friend. No, I don't want to do that. And we're also, uh, <laughs> there are also a couple other things that Aaron and I have been talking about, talking to you about. What? Yeah. Plus, come uh, out and see what shirt I'm going to go and make for Greg right now. And that's where it's open to the public. So all of you, if you don't have tickets to the experience, come down at 230 at Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Um, and we're going to be playing bingo. It's free to play. We've got great prizes. Come down, hang out, you know, play around. If you just have time to play around, stick around and play all three rounds if you want to. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do. We've got food out there. Elysian Brewing, Monkey Shoulder Scotch. Prizes. Delicious Merriment. beverages. And as Sarah said uh, before, they do have a slushy machine as well. Yes. So 4847 Southeast Division at Landmark Saloon. It's going to be wonderful. I'm so excited for this weekend. Me ah, too. All right. So we hope to see you on Sunday. And uh, send me your ideas for what you want me to put on Greg's shirt because I'm going to be making it tomorrow morning. Or I could just perform the Butterman for people. That is punishing people. I want to punish you. They not call other me people. the Butterman. Yeah, that's what I am. I just can't believe you can't see how stupid You are it is. my strawberry jam. Baby, I'm your Butterman. Yeah, girl, I'm your Butterman. Oh, no. That's enough. Damn. Stop it. The Butterman. All right. Back on Monday with more fun at Moment Radio. .com. Hope to see you Sunday. I'll see you there on Sunday. Bye. You are my strawberry jam. Great. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.